Drone Talks is an online platform to spread ideas and to educate in the drone ecosystem. At Drone Talks, we discuss technology, regulatory, business, and ecosystem topics openly with industry leaders to enable and foster innovation for a better future. Hi everyone, it's Esther Kovac, founder of Drone Talks, and today I'm talking with Thomas Neubauer, Vice President of the Business Development and Innovation Department at Teoco. Welcome, Thomas, at Dawn Talks. Hello, everybody. So, uh, I was just wondering, as a first question, you know, your background is really impressive. And, and why drones? How life brought uh, this topic to you? Well, my background is in telecoms. So, having worked for about 20 years with telecom providers, one of the key questions that came up in the time of uh, IoT, of Internet of Things, what would be if these IoT devices would actually move in three dimensions? And that actually was directly leading to drones, which are considered like an Internet of Things, but just uh, using airspace. I can understand uh, it's, it's, you know, machine to machine, internet over communication. So why do we need connectivity? I do understand, you know, what you're saying, there is a potential, but what difference connectivity for drones make? My drone can fly, deliver pizza on GPS. Why connectivity? There are two things. Number one, it is about, uh, as with all of the IoT devices, it is about scaling, right? In order to fly one or two drones in a safe way, there could be other means. But if you want to have thousands or hundreds of thousands of drones flying in airspace, you need to have a saleable mechanism. And that requires an additional safety aspect. And the safety aspect comes with reliable communication. Because what happens if you have to, for example, in an emergency case, tell all the drones that they have to land. Or if you have some airspace restriction coming up during the flight that only the ground station knows, you need to communicate. And that is why communication for unmanned aviation at scale is becoming so important. There are a lot of communication uh, sources and uh, I know you represent uh, mostly the cellular side of the communication sources. So I was just wondering, why is this a key for, for drones flying? Cellular has something very interesting. It is actually operating on what is called licensed spectrum. And for drones, because it is mission critical connectivity, you have to have it, you have to have a remote pilot to engage, to communicate. So it's becoming a mission critical service level arrangement agreement, an SLA. And in most jurisdictions in the world, you can only provide such SLAs in licensed spectrum. So if you want to have something that you can actually rely on, it's going to be licensed spectrum. That is one aspect. And the other one is telcos and cellular has a history of uh, reliable communication, it's the only mechanism available at economic terms that can provide such a scalable, reliable, existing, proven and commercially feasible communication mechanism. So you like, okay, we have these cellular stakeholders and we have the aviation stakeholders and you're telling me that, you know, the cellular technology is capable to serve the aviation needs. but 
like how <laughs> how can we match them i guess that's the one million dollar question that is a very good question as you say with uh, because most people in aviation do not really speak telecom and most telecom people don't really speak aviation so to to show the scale and effort globally on the way um, i would just like to mention um, gsma the uh, industry representative of 700, 800 telecom providers around the world and GUTMA, the global UTM association, just recently have joined forces to actually bridge this gap between telecom data that is needed for aviation and the aviation management systems. So there's an effort to actually connect those two to really assure and enable connected drones as they will be needed. So that sounds really exciting, Thomas. So I'm just wondering what Teoko does currently to bridge these two industries. Right. Well, at Teoko, we have uh, we have a history of helping telecom companies and mobile network operators to engage in new businesses. Like in IoT, we help them. And now with aviation, uh, we are providing a solution that is called Airborne RF, which is a high-performance computing platform that actually will help and enable uh, mobile network operators to engage as supplementary data providers, but also as value-added service provider to the aviation industry, particularly for unmanned aviation. And we have even more sophisticated capabilities where we can, in real time, not only exchange data for the aviation systems with Airborne RF, but we also have the possibility to trace in real time the performance of a particular link, a communication link with any UAV out there, which is very important from a safety perspective further down during operation. So if I understand well, through the software, the two industry can change data and communicate, creating a safe way of operation. Correct. What Airborne RF does, it tells the aviation people in real time where it is safe to fly, where the connectivity has the aviation grade to actually have a drone fly safely in beyond visual line of sight and that at scale. That is the key point. Because of what we are doing with Airborne RF to customers today, I've been asked to actually lead a work task combined from GSMA and Kutzma that actually addresses exactly those needs and requirements. And for any telecom provider out there, you're most welcome to join without any costs to learn and to contribute to a globally harmonized, connected drone industry. The audience already know that I'm an active section of Gutma, so definitely thanks Thomas, it's a call for action behalf of Gutma as well. And you know, I, I'm just wondering here, I, you know, if, if I want to explain my mom when the connected drones come to picture, can you share some use cases? Because currently drones delivering guts, right? We all know that. Most of them are not the connected drones, uh, what you have talked before about. So can you share some use cases where connectivity really matters? So the key focus that we have is when we're talking drones at scale is for something that is 
beyond visual line of sight. So where the pilot does not have a direct line of sight to the drone. And this is from a regulatory perspective yet to come. But in order to prepare for that, the key use cases why connectivity is so critical is one, where we handle what is called mission critical connectivity. So so-called command and control. Now use the example of uh, what if you have to tell all the drones up in the air to land because of an emergency or something like that. You have to be able to communicate with the drone for that. That is mission critical connectivity. But from a use case perspective, think about drones that are on a life-saving mission to actually find people that may be not coming back from hiking. And in order to actually send out the drone and look for them, what you have to do is you have to provide a video stream or pictures in real time to the mission control center. And in order to do that, you need to have a, a service connectivity that enables particular services. And in order to make those happen, you need connectivity as well. Otherwise, it's pretty useless to send out a drone and look for somebody. It sounds really promising, but what do you think, if you can forecast, when do you expect connected drones are really operational? So, you know, if you can have a magic ball, what would it say? It's a good question because from a need perspective and from a technology perspective, I think we are actually there where it could be available right now. So just to give some examples now with COVID, with, with lockdowns, with you know large fires, we have seen a need for transporting blood samples, even some supply that is critical to lockdown areas or to actually send drones out to inspect some critical infrastructure in places that are captured or surrounded by bushfires and so on. So if you can remotely send a drone there, that is of huge value. And even the World Economic Forum has actually shown that value during this COVID action today. So it's happening. The, the question is, when will the regulators actually allow for it? And in order to do so, uh, there's a lot of testing going on so that you can actually implement it and combine this unmanned aviation with the existing aviation systems because after all it's all about safety and uh, for example we are contributing to some of these large scale uh, use space demonstration and integration projects in europe but there's also projects going on in the us and all over the world to integrate drones in a very safe way so it will be enabled at scale uh, into the airspace so what's the year when would you when would you expect connected drones flying on cellular we see that today i have recently been participating in flights that actually was going for about 120 kilometers all managed through a 4g lte network so it is feasible and we can actively contribute to that the question is when will you get regulatory clearance for that on exceptions and, and special permits, you do it today, but the wide scale clearance, I would expect in probably about two to three years from now. That's really just around the corner, Thomas. Plus one question for today. What's your thoughts about UAM? What do you think about the urban air mobility 
projects going on in the light of cellular, of course? I, I have the privilege of being involved in some of them. And uh, the answer is it will come. The question is, when do you have enough confidence in the technology and in the safety that it will actually get clearance? But A, there is an absolute need for it in terms of uh, replacing helicopter flights and, and those sorts of short-haul connectivities uh, for, for moving people. But uh, I believe we will see it actually sooner rather than later. I can count it with the fingers on one hand in terms of years when we will see them up there. That's for sure. Thanks, Thomas. It's really exciting. It's always great talking to you. Thanks for being here with us. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. This podcast was brought to you by Drone Talks Online, a platform designed to spread ideas and educate in the drone ecosystem. Search for dronetalks.online to hear from more of our industry leaders and to find out how you can get involved.